0: so I learned social media and how to master my time. And then the magic really started happening. If you are looking to create connections and own your time management skills, then this is the place for you. Let's do it. Okay. Welcome back to Blessed Mama Bosses podcast. This is Kelly Hoover. I am have a very special guest with me today. Becky Williams is here. We are going to dive into some fun, brand new topics for all you mamas out there. And so, so excited. Thank you for joining us today, Becky. Uh, First, let's dive in and let's talk about a little bit about who Becky is, how we had an opportunity to meet. It's the power of social media, right? Like we talk about that all the time. Becky and Blair and I are actually in a community together with podcast hosts. And Becky is the host of Mama Meets Enneagram podcast. And that is what we're top, talking about today. That is what the topic is all about. So how, how are you today, Becky? Are you doing great?
1: Yes, doing amazing. And getting to connect with you again is awesome. So I've I really enjoyed connecting with you in the Facebook group, private messages, all the things, got to talk with Blair as well. And it's just, it's been great. So thank you.
0: You're so welcome. We are so excited to have you really share with our mamas today on this topic because it's not a topic that we have ever had exposure with within our audience. Blair and I are familiar with the Enneagram, but a lot of our audience may or may not be. So you guys buckle up. This is going to be a fun episode, but first off, I want to kick it off and share a little bit about who Becky is and why we really wanted to bring her wisdom and guidance to you all on this podcast. So Becky is a motherhood and mindset coach whose heart is really centered around reaching mamas with all walks of life all around the globe. So I love the fact that you are global and your focus is really on helping women create rhythms and routines for their homes and incorporate lifestyles to help them Thrive in motherhood and not just survive. And that fits right alongside with us here at Bless Mama Bosses and truly helping other women. So I love your wit and I love your humor and the fact that you are so educated about the Enneagram and were able to completely spot me before having too many conversations. (laughs) um, I know you're going to be able to teach so many women how to cherish who God created them to be from the inside out. So let's dive into our topic today, you all. Becky is going to share with us types of the Enneagram and how they can really help you with your personal and your professional life. So let's get started. My first question for you is just share a little bit about what the Enneagram is. And if you could explain maybe to to our mamas the nine different types and really how it helps us to become more aware of how God can work in our specific lives.
1: Yes. So my favorite topic, so absolutely. I'll jump in. Um, I think one thing that we miss the mark on with personality test is a lot of the other ones. And we talked a little bit about this before we started recording, but you know, the disc profile and, um, the animal profile and the colors and Myers-Briggs and all of these, they're really, really good, but they touch the surface and they are about what you do they're your actions, they're outward things. And the thing is, I mean, as a mama, you're going to act differently if you're in the store, you know, with a screaming kid versus if they're screaming at home, or if you're out with your husband, like you're going to do things that are different whenever you're in different situations. And so that's part of the, the flaw to me and the other personality types is that, you don't know what's on the inside and you don't know if they're just doing something to survive or what it is. So with the Enneagram, it talks about the core motivations of each person. So we're going to talk about the core longing. We're talking about fears, their desires, their weakness. And the way that uh, to apply this as a mom is to understand how your husband works, understand how you operate, how you're, you you do not type children because they, they grow up and they'll type themselves. Um, But you can still see, you know, little glimpses of different numbers in them. And so it just helps you to relate in life. And my main mission is to help moms not feel so crazy. Like we think that we have to do things a certain way because this is how our mamas did it, or this is how this mama does it. And it doesn't fit. We feel like, okay, so some of these things work for me, but I'm like tripping over stuff on this other area because it doesn't fit my life. And so what I love about the Enneagram is you understand your motivations you understand what path you're on, you understand when you're able, when you're about to get off the path, and then you're able to say, okay, let me make this work with me instead of working against it. And so I think that's the beauty of using it. Um, It just, it tells you about what's on the inside without it being judgy or, you know, calling you out. It's like, oh, okay, maybe that's why I do that. It just helps life to be more seamless, I feel.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I think once you know your Enneagram number for you personally, it helps you become so self-aware of why you do things, why you've done things probably your entire adult life. Mm -hmm. It really, truly explains things. So let's take it back one notch. And let's say I know that there are listeners right now that have never even heard the word Enneagram before, Mm -hmm. or maybe they've heard it. But they're like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I know that it may be, you know, some sort of it's going to tell us about our motivations, but take it back to someone who's never heard it. And can you just sort of explain the Enneagram and how it divides out and how do you even figure it out? I know we're going to talk more deeply um, about a gift that you have for our listeners, but someone who's never heard the word Enneagram in basic layman's terms, how would you describe it to them and how they figure that out for
1: themselves? Sure. So the Enneagram, the way that they've divided it is you can think of it as nine paths. So nine ways that someone is going to view the world. And the nine types are all broken down um, even further than that. So the Enneagram um, has been, has evolved multiple times. It's, it's, very, very old it, it's popped up now lately and it becomes, you know, a, a buzzword, but it's been around for a very long time. Um, and you have the nine different types and these are basically going to be how somebody sees the world. It is somewhat shaped from childhood and just from, from different experiences that you've had. So I would just say the main thing is that it can help you to see the path that you're on. So it's kind of like a flashlight help you see the path that you're on um, and illuminate your heart to see what's in there. Um, it's kind of like the rumble strip that's on the highway. Like if you're falling asleep and you're veering off the highway and it wakes you up uh, because it's going to give you information about what's happening on the inside so that you can know you're veering off path, you're on path, whatever. And then it's like a compass or a GPS because it shows you this is where you're going. If you continue with what you're doing, is that where you want your final destination to be? And so it's, it's really a tool is basically what it is to be able to help you with all those three areas. Hopefully that makes sense.
0: It does. And I'm visualizing the GPS (laughs) and all of that. So that is so helpful. I feel like I had, I have a good understanding of it, but I know a lot of people don't. And I remember hearing this word, sort of the buzzword. I had no idea it was that old. But hearing the buzzword around, I'm like, what is that? What is that? And then you go to Google and you look it up. So I know that there are people that are probably going to be doing that. So I'm glad you gave them a really good explanation and sort of painted that picture of what it is in the flashlight. I mean, it really is a perfect explanation. So I know, Becky, you mentioned that the Enneagram plays a role in relationships, especially with our families. Um, You mentioned husband and and kids. How does it do that, and really, how can it help others? Like who've who've been able to, you know, they know their enneagram, but how can they relate to their family members through through understanding what the enneagram is?
1: Sure. So I think that's a really um, a really good question because I feel like a lot of the miscommunications that we have with others, especially with our spouses, because we don't put on the fronts when we're at home, right? We're just literally real. Here's, here's what you get, right? Sometimes that's good. Sometimes it's not. <laughs> but the thing to understand is when you understand yourself on such an intimate and personal level, which I know sounds silly, but so many of us don't understand ourselves. I mean, it's, we, we just go dark to it and just kind of survive and do whatever. But when you truly deeply understand what's on the inside and you understand the core motivations of, other people that you're around, you're able to tune in to the same frequency, so to say. So if you think about a radio station where you're trying to, um, let's say you're traveling with your family on vacation and you want to find out what the radio station is in that area and you're tuning that knob and it's just static. That's how most of us spend our time right now. We're talking to each other, but it's just static. When, and then when you start to get close to the radio station, you hear mumbling. And so to me, that's like that next level of understanding. Maybe you have the Enneagram number. You still don't quite get what it is. You're kind of dabbling into it. It's becoming a little bit more clear. And then when you turn that knob one more and you get to that exact frequency of that radio station, everything's clear. You hear the music, you hear the voices. And I feel like that's what the Enneagram does for us in relationships is if you have a handle on how you tick and you have a handle on how your husband ticks or your audience or your your team, or your customers, whomever it is, you can talk to them in terms of their language that they can understand. And now it's not talking at people, but you can really deeply connect with them. And they're like, I feel heard, I feel seen, she gets me, she understands me. And at that point, all of these defenses come down, because it's like, I'm actually being heard. She's truly listening to me, where you probably were listening the whole time, but you didn't understand how to respond to them or how to speak to them in a way that they could be heard. So I think it, it just, it liberates and it lights up and it breaks down so many walls of communication that we've put up and don't even realize are there. That
0: makes complete sense. And I can see that as you're describing it I can see those those same sort of communications happen with my team members my spouse you know just different people in your life so um very very interesting stuff so you say there's different levels of health with the enneagram can you tell us a little bit more about how we can use the this tool this tool of the enneagram to understand when we're veering off course because there are so many people that are headed to a path and They get they get veered off. So can you can you help us understand maybe how we can use this tool to help with that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I can talk about that and then I'm happy to break down the nine different types and kind of what their maybe their core weakness is, which would be a place where they are becoming unhealthy. And so maybe it'll give a more solid example of what each of these are. So your ladies can can figure out where they fit on this. That would be Um, great. But I like to think of it as three different levels. And so The things, you know, the, the business that I have, the coaching that I do is intertwined with the gospel and with God's word. Like I can't separate the two because for me in my life, they are, they're so intricately knit that one without the other is not effective. Well, the Bible is effective, you know, the Enneagram without that is not effective. And so when you have an unhealthy level of where you are, to me, this is pretending that you're an orphan separated from God. You're completely left to your own devices. Your core weakness is just where you stay. It's it's where you live. And I'm going to explain what all the different ones are so that this makes a little more sense to you. But that level is where you're completely on your own and you're living in your own strength, which we know does not last very long. Then you have an average level of health. And this average level is where a lot of us live, where we maybe start getting you know, some progress in business or our homes are running relatively smoothly. Our relationships with our husbands are doing pretty good, all of these things. And we're kind of like, let's put God in our pockets and if we need him, we'll, we'll let Him know. But for right now, like we've got this going, I mean, we're organized, we have all these things we're ranking up, we're getting all these different levels. We have, our teams are growing, our people are staying and we're kind of just doing it on our own, but we keep God at arm's distance just in case. And then the level where I feel like he truly wants us to be and where we can thrive and where we can make the most difference is that healthy level. And this is where you're like, you know what, God, here's my core weakness, which is the thing that I'm, I constantly struggle with, but I know that my strength is in you. And I know that your grace is sufficient and you will help me with these things. And you can shine your light in all of these different areas. I feel like I have a pretty good grip on it, but I want you to continue to show me and to lead me. So those are your three levels. And let's just be honest, everybody goes through all of those levels, even through the same day, right? You wake up, I'm on top of the world. I got this. And then like by lunch, you're like, God, please help me. (laughs) (laughs) My children are distance learning and everybody wants to eat again. I don't know what to do. And I've got a Zoom call and my my computer is restarting because it's, you know, I forgot to update it. Yeah. So we go through all of these all the time. And so, of course, we're human and this is just a journey. So... (laughs) So true. we don't stay. We don't stay in any of these, but we can at least have the framework to think of okay, where am I going? What am I doing? That's and that's how the tool is that I was talking about in the beginning. How that's working for you? So does that make sense? Complete sense. Yes, okay.
0: absolutely. Okay. And I can definitely see it happening all throughout the day.
1: So oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yes. Yeah. So I would like to break down the nine different types just really quickly and maybe talk about their core weakness and then their core desires. So that the ladies that are listening, they can kind of, I would encourage you to grab one to two or three of these that you're like, ah, yeah, maybe that could be me. And then I'm going to tell you about the mini master course after that, because that'll help you to zone and be like, yeah, that's me. I get it. Okay. Perfect. So for a type one, they're the moral perfectionist. These are people who want to be right. That is their core desire is to be right, to be virtuous, to be balanced, to be good. And so their core fear is that they're going to be wrong. Of course, it's going to be the opposite, right? That they're going to be wrong, bad, evil, inappropriate. Like that is the ultimate fear for them. So that is what they're always working towards. So these are going to be people who always follow the rules because for them to be caught breaking a rule is wrong. And so that is a core fear, if that gives you a good idea. For a type two, the supportive advisor, I like to call them the helpers. And their core fear is that they're rejected or unwanted, that they're thought worthless or needy. And you see how that would happen. They want to help, but then they want to make sure they don't seem needy. So it's like that beginning of a relationship, like, oh, I have a new friend. Should I text him? Should I wait? Should I? <laughs> you know? It's like that push and pull of, I need you to need me, but I don't want you to think that I'm needy. So that's, that's the dance that the type two has to do. And really their core desire is just to be appreciated and loved and wanted. And so a type three, so I'm a type three and I feel like you're a type three. Yes, (laughs) I am. (laughs) Um, Our core fear. So these are the things, the core fear is what we're running away from. And I think I said, I was going to say the weakness, but I think the core fear actually helps to, to understand a little bit better. The core fear is being exposed or thought incompetent or worthless or failing to appear successful. And I struggled with this because I do want to be successful, but I don't care about, you know, being on stage and saying that I'm, I'm the top in my business or that I'm, I have the top podcast. Like those things are important to me, but it's more important to me that I was successful in making a difference for the people that listened. So I struggled with this because I'm like, I don't, I care about appearance. I want to look nice, but I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm super thrilled to find a, a deal at the thrift store you know, that makes me happy. So I don't need name brand and all that stuff. So I was like, maybe I'm not a three, but just remember that all of these break down even further and there's subtypes of them. So you may find yourself in this. What is it you want to achieve? For me, it has to do with my family. If my family, if I feel like my family is succeeding, then I feel like I've done a good job. And so it will be interpreted different for each person. So if something kind of sounds like you, but a little bit, not, put it in your basket, put it as one of your three, because it could be just meaning something different for you. And then our core desire is to have a high status, respect, being admired, successful, and valuable, which like I said, can be in any area. It doesn't just have to be in business. So for type four, these are our romantic individualist. These are people who their desires are to be unique, special, authentic. They can usually these, to me. These are a little bit easier to spot because most of the time they're going to be really either really bright colors or complete black, you know, uh, crazy hair, lots of piercings, tattoos, those kind of things, anything that they can do to stand out because their core fear is that they're plain or average. Hmm. And so they're going to do anything that they can to, you know, jump to the side and not everybody has to have, you know, bright colored hair and stuff to be a four, but I'm just saying a lot of times it's easier to spot them. But a type four too, could be an artist or a musician, or just people who see beauty in nature even more than the other Enneagram types. So type fours are awesome. A type five from chatting with you, I think perhaps you have somebody in your life that may be a type five. Their core desire is to be capable and competent. And their biggest fear is that they they're incapable or ignorant. Mm-hmm. And so for a type five, they're going to research and research and figure out and fact find and all of that until you're like, oh my gosh, please make a decision. <laughs> but for them, <laughs> it's hard because they need to know that they have you know, turned over every single rock and that they truly have the best of whatever it is. So this could have to do with work. This could have to do with their family, food choices, where to send the kids, all of those things. They're going to research everything. And then for a type six, this is what my husband is. He's a six with a five wing. So he is a loyal guardian. His biggest fear is fear itself. They do struggle with anxiety if they're at that unhealthy level, but they don't want to be blamed or targeted or physically abandoned. Hmm. Their desire is to have security guidance and support. So I like to think of a type six as a security guard. And so they're going to be the protector. They're going to be making sure that everyone in their life is safe, that they have enough supplies. So like right now, everybody's going crazy with this toilet paper stuff again. I don't know why I looked on Amazon yesterday. They're already out of stock. So for a type six, like my husband is home today from work and he just told me, he texted me a little while ago. He's like, Hey, I'm going to go find us some toilet paper. (laughs) Like they are just going to make sure that they can look ahead. They're really good at planning, thinking through things of like, what might we need? So when they're in a healthy state, they're really, really great to have around when they're in an unhealthy state, they're going to be the ones with um, a lot of times that struggle with addictions because Mm -hmm. they feel unsafe because Mm -hmm. they're not connected and tethered to God. So they feel like they're an orphan right now for a type six with all of the coronavirus stuff, this would be really hard if they're not locked in with God and with a good support system. Wow. Very interesting. Because they already feel unsafe. Right. Makes sense. Um, so three more numbers, guys. Hopefully you've, you've already got a couple in your basket here to think of who you might be. So for a type seven, these are the entertaining optimist. You want type sevens on your team because they're going to be the ones that lead the groups. They're going to be the ones who have the get togethers. They're going to be the ones that motivate everybody in the team just for the sake of motivating, <laughs> just for, just for fun. Their core fear is that they're going to be deprived trapped in emotional pain, limited, bored, are missing out on the fun. So if you're missing out, that's our type sevens. They love traveling. They love hopping from party to party. They love to host parties. Hostess with the mostest. These are our type sevens.
0: I get along with sevens really well.
1: Yeah, I do too. And I think the reason for that is because the type three is motivated by goals. So we're going to be like, let's get in, let's do it whatever we have to do, what's the shortest route to get to where we need to be. And for a type seven, they don't want to stop and think of any emotional pain. So they're going to be real high um, energy all the time. So your energy with being focused, their energy with having fun and moving forward, it makes complete sense. And yeah, type sevens and threes work really well together. And so they want to be happy, fully, fully satisfied and content. They're another one on the Enneagram that would be really impacted by COVID right now because they can't go anywhere. They can't be with people. And that is how they're energized. For a type eight, these are the protective challengers. These are awesome to have in your life because they are the ones that protect the less fortunate, the ones that, that um, fight for injustice. These are, these are needle movers. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Was a type eight. Okay. So it's not that they're loud, boisterous, Bullies, they can be if they're unhealthy, but if they've toned that down and they're connected with God and they're in a healthy level, they can really, really make a difference. So, their desire is to be protected and protected on the inside. So, they're going to be the tougher exterior. They may not want to let you in. They don't want to talk about their emotions. They don't want to talk about their fears because unless they truly have a connection with you, they don't like surprises, give it to them straight. I don't know if you can, if you're thinking of anybody on your team right now that you're like, oh yeah, I bet she's an eight. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I know I have some in my life for sure. Core fear for them is to be weak, powerless, harmed, vulnerable, or left at the mercy of injustice. Mm. So these are, you're not going to mess with me. I'm going to hurt you first kind of people. If they're unhealthy, if they're healthy, they're going to be the ones that go to bat for you if you need them. And then a type nine, these are the crown of the enneagram. These are, my mama is a nine. She is a peacemaker and that's what they're often called peaceful mediator. Her core desire is to have stability and to have peace of mind. So if you have an issue and, and um, you have two team members that are fighting about something, or there's some kind of issue between a leader and a member or what have you, whatever type of business you're in, send them to the nine because the nine is very good at listening to both sides and being able to help find a compromise. that's going to work for both. Mm. So these are really great to have to keep the peace in your, in your organization and in your life. Attached with a nine. Everybody needs a nine for sure. Or, or a couple. Some of us a need a couple of nines. <laughs> I, hate, I hate to overload them. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You got to split, split
0: up the duty. So that was so incredibly helpful. Every number that you were walking through, I was like, yes, I know that person. I know that person. Taking and names, yeah. Yes, it's just so cool though. It really does help. Um, I think it would be so fun to really have people understand what they are. So if you know your Enneagram, number and you, you know, share that with your team, share that with your family, share that with the people that are in your life. I really do think it helps each other understand, you know, what those core values are and what motivates us. So Becky, that was so helpful. Thank you. And I know you mentioned that you have a special gift for our listeners. And can you tell us a little bit about the core motivations, mini master course that you have
1: created? Yeah, totally. So Hopefully in listening to these nine numbers, you grabbed two or three that you felt like maybe you could relate with. If you take the mini master course, it's free. It's on my website. When you take that, it talks about the weaknesses. It talks about the desires, the core longing. There's going to be one that really speaks to you. And... In taking that, it's 30 minutes long. If you don't want to hear me ramble on, you can just download the PDF that goes with it and read through it. (laughs) So depending on what your Enneagram type is, that you'll you'll pick one or the other. You either want to be completely involved or you just want to download the info and cut to the chase. So but I think that'll help you to zone it in. Another thing that it will help you to do is keep it, print it out, do whatever you have to do, but keep that in mind so that when you are dealing with people that are in your organization understanding their core motivation is key. So if you have a team member who's not motivated at all and you're like, "Yeah, but you can make all this money and you can do this." And they're like, "I don't care. I'm, I'm I'm a business builder or, you know, whatever it's called in your organization, but I'm not motivated." If you can look and say, "Oh, well, okay, so she is a a 2, so she wants to be appreciated and loved and wanted. How can I plug her in to this? How can I plug her into where I need her in the team?" And get her motivated, you know, for a if you have a type eight, they're like, oh, I'm kind of intimidated to talk to them because they're so, you know, standoffish. Oh, but I understand it's because they don't want to be controlled. They don't want to seem as powerless. So what can you give them to give them power to do something so they can step into their power instead of working against? So it it just I feel like it's going to help to create a framework in your business and for you so that it's not this um, this push all the time for your business, make it easy for yourself. Keep those motivations even for other people and and it'll help you to navigate that without, you know, stepping on toes as well.
0: Yes. Oh, I cannot wait to see um, what people really uncover through the core motivations mini master course. So, all right. I know a lot of people listening, they're going to want to connect with you, Becky, they're going to want to follow you. So we're going to link everything y'all in the show notes So know that we'll have all the connections, but if someone is, you know, wants to follow you right now, Becky, where can they find you on social media?
1: Sure. So on social media, I'm full on purpose. And then I have a uh, private Facebook group, which is full on purpose hangout. And then on Instagram too. So it's all the same. My website is also full on purpose. And if you want to take your Enneagram test and then you want to get the masterclass, just go to fullonpurpose.com forward slash Enneagram. And you can find both of those things there. And then I have a podcast, which is Mama Meets Enneagram Podcast. And that's on the website too. You can just do forward slash podcast or on any platform that you enjoy.
0: Awesome. I'm so excited. So you guys, if you are listening to this episode right now, take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram or on Facebook and let us know what your Enneagram number is. Mm -hmm. Yes, it would be so fun, right? Um, tag full purpose, full on purpose, uh-huh. full, full on purpose and, uh, tag at blema, at blessed mama bosses underscore cannot talk today. So we are so excited. Thank you so much for coming on. I know I learned so much about other Enneagram numbers. Um, I cannot wait to see and really uncover what everyone else and see all the different Enneagram numbers that are shared. So thank you so much and look forward to seeing you inside your group. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode and want to hang out with us more. Join us inside our Facebook community. You can find us at www.BlessedMamaBossesGroup.com. We'll see you inside.